Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hot show, hot mic. All for America. Really? Live from New York, it's the show that's going to offer Brew a full-throated apology in about two minutes. Yeah. It's first three. It's first. Not for me either. It's for me. Yeah. Today, yeah. the one thing that the Cowboys need to do to upset Josh Allen and the Bills. One thing, we figured it out. Uh-huh. Uh, meanwhile, The Prince and the Ravens. It's a book I read in 10th grade. It's also a fork in the road moment for Trevor Lawrence's career. What? I'm just trying to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, sound the alarms. Whoop, whoop. Why the Chiefs are on upset alert. You sound dumb. <laughs> he said that a week ago. No, I did you, not. You said, you said that. No, I did not. Gone. You guys you said it uh, eight days ago. That, no, I said they could lose to the Bills. I didn't think they would. I know, but the Broncos they, thing, the Lions thing. The Lions thing. Packers. It, it, I mean, Introduce the show. I did. I was trying show. to. You said I'm done. Well, it's not feelings. crazy to say they're going that. to lose anymore. Anyway. Try to show. I'm not going to do it. Is this it? He's <laughs> Bro, I'm Nick, he's the dumb guy. <laughs> we start with, oh no, Brandon Staley's last game. This was a rough one in Vegas. Man. 42-0 at halftime, and it got worse from there. Chargers give up 63 points. They are now 5-9 and nine and needed a new coach. They got an interim coach, yeah. Giff Smith, outside linebacker. Real name. Can't uh, be any worse. He cannot be any worse. So here's the announcement. Here's the apology. Because as you know, this right here, I have my thumb on the pulse of sports media right there. I can feel it beating at all times. It's what makes the show just top notch. (laughs) You? And your thumb on the pulse? Okay. This is how you start my apology. I'm starting the show this way. It was weird to me too, bro. In week three of this year, yeah. after losing to the Dolphins barely, 36-34, mm-hmm. and losing to the Titans by a field goal, mm-hmm. the Chargers beat the Vikings in Brew on our morning meeting. Says, I think a good question is, should the Chargers fire Brandon Staley? They after a win yeah. in week three. Yeah, after and a win. I kindly... Put my finger on the pulse of sports media, yeah. and I said, Brew, with all due respect, that's a horrible take, and I don't think we can do it. <laughs> and it true. turns out you were 100% right. I apologize for ever doubting you, and if there's ever a time machine to go back to week three, Brew, you we should have been, led, we you led been the, the show. story of sports media today. I'm sorry. That you, you called fact, for a guy's if, if job allowed us after to do a win topic. and everyone mocked you. It would have been your first ever classic category, too. You nailed and this you, you were for months. 
Well, first, Wilds, thank you for that apology. Thank you, thank you for your humility. Thank you. Because Nick could do that like every two weeks probably with me. <laughs> I'm oh, on your look side back, here. Drew, you would have been we're right. We're if you were side. right, I was wrong. But you had the humility to do it. But, Nick, you'll remember this. Yeah. And I, I totally, throughout the entire season, to this point, I stood by this. Because if you remember that game, they had lost. They were 0-2. Mm-hmm. They were up 28-24 on Minnesota. You hate it. Can I explain? Sorry. (laughs) With uh, with less than two minutes left. What happened? It was fourth and one at their own 24. Yeah. And Brandon Staley went for it. Yeah. Okay. You did, it wasn't even like uh, Minnesota only needed a field goal. Yeah. They needed a touchdown. So why don't you punt away mm-hmm. and make them get a touchdown, which they probably wouldn't have. They got saved because Kirk Cousins threw the interception. Correct. Okay, and that's why they won the game. And I said, and it wasn't, if that had been a one-off, that's fine. But his first year there, this was his third year. First year, they, he had a lot of a overly aggressive Fourth downs yeah. that they went for. They lost a lot of leads in the fourth quarter. And then, of course, they blow the 27 0. Yeah. Great comeback by Trevor, but still, you're up 27 yeah, 0. You should that win out. that game. Yep. And so, I, my feeling was this those players worked too hard for a coach to put them in jeopardy because of, I, I would say, ego. And you think you're smarter than everybody else, and you're going for it on fourth and one from your own 24. That is ridiculous. And so, yeah, I so, thought he should have been fired, and now he is fired. So here's the thing: I, I agree with where you landed on Staley. We disagree on why. I don't think the fourth downs were a problem. I actually even think, the one against yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, I actually think it was the only redeeming part of him as a coach. He was a defensive specialist whose defense was bottom five in the league every mm-hmm. year he was there. And had and, been a top and ten had been good and invested there. more in the defense. He clearly lost his players. A few weeks ago he was asked, How can you, you know, believe the players are still getting the message? And he's like, Well, we're not getting blown out. We're in close games. And oh. then all of a sudden <laughs> they're down forty two nothing against a team that it was a three was involved in a three nothing game right. the previous week. But here's the bad news for the Chargers. Tom Telesco was a bigger problem than Brandon Staley. He got fired. Tom Telesco's mistakes are not easily wiped away. That's the GM. The the Chargers have a long, cold winter ahead of them. Their first-round picks, not worked out. Quentin Johnston is having one of the least productive first-round wide receiver seasons of recent memory. Kenneth Murray, they drafted in the same draft as Justin Herbert, is not going to probably be on the team next year. The big free agent acquisition was J.C. Jackson. Khalil Mack, after a down year last year, has been excellent this year, but he's $36 million on their books next year, so he won't be back. Their two wide receivers, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, combined for $67 million on their books next mm. year, so they might not be back. And Joey Bosa has not lived up to the contract due to injury. Derwin James is a good safety paid like he is the best safety in the league. The Chargers are in the second worst cap situation of anybody in the league. Only the the New Orleans Saints are worse. They have two cornerstone guys, their quarterback and their left tackle. Everybody else is either underachieving or not achieving up to the level of their contract or they're getting older and older. Austin Eckler is going to be a free agent. I sell that to say this. This is not that attractive of a job. Mm. This is not a quick turnaround. Now, it's more attractive than the jobs with no quarterback and no – That's the thing. The The hardest position to fill, you got it. Chicago is a more attractive job. 
I don't know. They, they, they haven't had a great quarterback the, since Sid Luck. The, so and they're going to have they're going to have the number one pick. Infinite cap space almost, and an extra pick from trading Justin if they draft a quarterback mm-hmm. number one. I think but it's still a, it's still a risk because you don't I, know if you're going to get a quarterback. I'm telling you, even I, if Kayla, I, he might not be great. I understand that. I'm t- the point that I'm trying to make is if the Chargers have an A plus hire, they don't have the next year. They're going to be pairing away talent. They don't have the mm-hmm. roster next year of a playoff team. They are going to have to dig themselves out of this hole. I do not think it is a quick turnaround. I do not think we're going to look at the Chargers next year and say, oh, the only thing wrong with them was their coach. I, I think the Can coach I, did a bad job. Here's what I say quickly. The, obviously, the most important position is quarterback. They have that. And in football, more so than any of the other, the other two major sports, baseball and basketball, coaching makes a huge difference. We've seen Andy Reid and Harbaugh and others turn teams around immediately. That were bad. And so if they get the right guy, they could turn it around. And some of these guys, you mean, you're right, Derwin James and Khalil and, I mean, Bosa, they got yeah. names yeah, that haven't played well. But I, I do put a lot of that I, on Staley. If Herbert's the guy, he should make it work. Bake Show is down in Tampa Bay, and he's under 500, but he's still tied for first place at the same time. He is, though. But he's playing you well. and that Bake Show to Herbert? I, yeah, because Bake Show is making something an, a non-ideal situation work. I don't think C.J. Stroud is in the ideal yes, situation, and he's go. like, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to make it work. Agree. I agree. All that. The point that I'm just trying to make very quickly, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, those four guys, three of them will not be on the team next year. So this Chargers team that we're like, oh, they have all this talent, whoever comes mm-hmm. into it is going to come into a team with Justin Herbert and a franchise left tackle and a whole bunch of pieces they're going to have to find and build. I think it's going to be a couple years before they're a double-digit win team, best-case scenario. Wow. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Cowboys-Bills in Buffalo. Cowboys are underdogs in this one. Here's Micah Parsons on Josh Allen. Take a listen. Obviously, Josh, you know, you got to put him in a, a different space because he was a cover of Madden, you know? Um, <laughs> so, you know, he's up there with them greats. Josh reminds me a lot of that one crazy got the frat. Like, I probably would have hated to be a, with Josh at, in college, uh-huh. the one that, you know, make his friends get all the way drunk and you just be, oh, man, I hate going out with this guy. Like, <laughs> you know, he, he just does anything, you know? So, he's that wild dude on the field, man. Like, he wants to dip his shoulder. He's going to talk trash. He's going to get rowdy. <laughs> Just A+. Plus. Mike is super charismatic. He's gotten better as the years I think he's the, NBA, the NFL's Anthony Edwards. He's been like, I'm just entertained like every that. time he talks. He's charismatic. Well, Anthony like Edwards that. on Jordan. The, uh, yeah, I love ahead, that. Take, great take. Okay. It's great. It's great. Go, bro, who you got in this one? Well, look, there are a lot of reasons to like the Bills, right? Obviously, it's going to be cold up there. It's supposed to maybe even rain, all right? Uh, Dallas isn't great on the road. Mm-hmm. Not only 3-3, three and three, they lost to Arizona on the road. They, they barely beat the Chargers, and we, all, we know what happened in San Francisco. So there are a lot of reasons to think with the Bills being desperate, you know, that they're going to get this game. And I'm going to say this. I hope I'm wrong, not because I dislike or hate the Cowboys, but because I, I do want Buffalo in the playoffs because I think they'll make it more exciting. Whether sure. they win the AFC, they'll make it more exciting. They got a, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I'd like to see them make the playoffs. But I'm, I, I hope I'm wrong, like I said, but I'm going with Dallas. Oh, I'm shocked I, I think, by that. I think Dallas 
is rolling, obviously. Uh, Buffalo's defense already was banged up. Now you're going to be without Micah Hyde. Espinosa has been hell playing of a great. Yep. Absolutely. So he's out. Yeah. So, That's right. again, of course, Buffalo, who knows? Josh Allen could have a Superman game. But yeah. I think Dallas is going to get I think that game. is exactly right. This is the exact type of game Buffalo loses. The exact type of game. Right when people are buying back in, yep. they disappoint you. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I understand they beat my team and good for them on that regard. I do not think they have the recent resume of a team that should have had people bought all the way it's back rolling. in. No. Their last month of football is a loss so devastating they fired their offensive coordinator. They rolled Tim Boyle. They then had a loss where against the Eagles where, yes, the offense played well, and then Sean McDermott took the ball out of Josh Allen's hands and then a a game against the Chiefs where they played well for a quarter and a half and then hung on for dear life at the end. It's not like this is, and you guys know I have my questions about the Broncos, but it's not the Broncos profile, a team that started just god-awful and now has been hot for two months. And so here's though, so I think because of the defensive injuries, I think Dak, or not just because of, but in small part because of that and also because they're just rolling offensively, Dak is going to cook. I think Josh is going to throw one to Bland flat. I just think well, yeah, I, I don't they know take about, it away and yeah, he gives it away. I don't so, know about a yeah, pick six, but here is my, uh, here's my Monday prediction. Because I think the Bills are going to lose. I think it's on the board that this is their, you know, just their second multi-score loss in the last three years. They've only lost, uh, they've only been beaten by more than one score once in the last three seasons. They play close games or they blow people out. I think Dallas is going to win convincingly. I also think Miami's going to win against the Jets. And the Dolphins are going to be 10-4 and four, and the Bills are going to be 7-7. Seven and seven. And do you know what's going to be on talk shows on Monday? Well, when you look at it, Buffalo just has the Chargers and the Patriots coming up. Miami's got Dallas and Baltimore coming up. Could Buffalo still win the AFC East? Because if Buffalo goes 3-0 and and Miami goes 0-3, mm-hmm. they'll still be alive. The Bills can be, for the third straight week, on a Monday morning in 11th place in the AFC, having gone win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. And for the third straight week, people will try to convince themselves, oh, this is a team nobody wants to face. Because they, they get the respect and margin of error of a multi-time champion despite having won nothing. And we're seeing that in the commentary all week. We're seeing it in the point spread. And I think even if Dallas wins, we will see it on Monday. I would agree with you that that would be ridiculous for people to really go all out. Like, they're still alive. But that is a legitimate scenario, right? I mean, I'm not saying you lead with it and you really push it. But, yeah, that could happen. That last game against Miami could come down to the division because they're, you know, because of the schedules. You're, are you at all worried? Dallas is 3-3 three and three on the road. You could say, all right, you almost won the Eagles game. The Arizona game was a fluke. You got outplayed in San Francisco. It is what it is. Meanwhile, Josh Allen's 5-1 and one in home games. He lost a home game overseas. And he's 15-2 and two in November and December over the last four years. So, like, I don't know. It's cold and windy. They love the they dome. They don't play well on the road. But that's, or, or they're not Yeah, but here's, here's the, the thing. They... The Bills are not a cold, windy, snow, bad weather team. 
I understand that you think they should be because they are the Buffalo Bills. They built a team for a domed stadium. And when we last saw them in terrible conditions, they got nothing going against Cincinnati in their stadium Mm -hmm. in the playoffs. And I understand that the Bills, and I'm not criticizing you for this, that record is their regular season record in December and January. It's But their postseason record doesn't match it. And it's to me, it is just noteworthy because it's not as if they are a team that, oh, when the weather gets cold, they play great. That is not, in my estimation, but they're 15 who they and, have but been. But they're 15-2. and two. I I mean, It's pretty. It's the, the best out of anybody. They, Rogers 13-2, and two, Burroughs 8-2, and two, and Mahomes 14-4. and four. It's up there. Yeah, that at the end of the year, we've seen them the last few years get hot at the end of the season. I do not think that is the team we are seeing right now. We we just saw them play a December game, mm-hmm. and in my opinion, try to give it away at the end. Like I, with their own play calling and then their own defense at the end. I don't think to me. I didn't watch that Chiefs game. Be like, man. The Bills are firing. They look great cylinders. early. They, they look they, great early, and then the on. moment Josh threw the pick, everything went left for him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Super Bowl odds: San Francisco's at one, Ravens are at two, Chiefs who can't score are at three, the Eagles, uh, who Dallas just blew out, are at four. Then it's Miami, and finally Dallas, which feels surprisingly low. Do, Nick, we'll start with you since you have the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. Do you, the Cowboys deserve to be favorites? If they beat the Bills. So here's the thing. Those odds are indicating that Vegas thinks, understandably, that Dallas is going to be on the road the whole playoffs. So you, if you might be like, wait, that, those odds don't really make sense. It's just because right now they are a huge dogs to get the bye and significant dogs to win the division, which means they would essentially be on the road the entirety of the postseason. If they win and Philly loses, then I and Dallas is all of a sudden in position to at worst be the two seed and just need one San Francisco loss to be the one seed, then yes, I think they should be the favorites. If they, As long as they are the five, I understand why you're saying they shouldn't be the favorites. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, Dallas for two months now has been the best team in football. And as soon as they can you know, get level footing when it comes from a path to the Super Bowl standpoint, at least winning the division mm-hmm. where they would be at home, then I think they should be the favorites. I understand the Niners have owned them, but... For a Cowboys-Niners comp, we saw that, that exact thing in reverse 30 years ago, just for some context. Just for some context, if you would, years ago. where the Cowboys <laughs> beat the Niners in back-to-back regular seasons and back-to-back postseasons until the Niners beat the Cowboys in the postseason that year. The point that I'm making is one team... You know, owning a team, they, they do until they don't. So the idea that the Cowboys, if they played the Niners, can't beat them, I don't agree with that. I certainly don't agree with that if that game's in Dallas. And so if Dallas wins the division, if if the Niners slip up, that game would be in Dallas. Yeah. So I think Dallas is the best team. There's, I think Dallas is the best team in the in football right now. There's no way that Dallas should be the favorite if they win this game. Now, if they get the number one seed when the, when the regular season is over – then you have an argument, okay? But based on this one game, and even if Philly loses, there's no what in the world type of rationale would put them ahead of the Niners. I mean, really, the I, Niners would still be the number one seed, and the Niners, not for, I'm not even hung up on the last two playoff games because, like you said, year to year things are different. Just this season, they pounded them. And I get it. I'm not saying it'd be 42 to 10 if they play again, but there is no reason. The Cowboys have had the third easiest schedule in the league. 
All right, Philly's had the toughest schedule in the mm-hmm. league, and they're the same record. Right, but there's no well, reason to put Dallas. Wild. Those odds, I think Dallas should be ahead of Miami. I think that's crazy to have Miami ahead of Dallas. But after but, that, I thought it was fair. Again, I think the Miami thing is because they could be the one. Like they have a cleaner path to the one seed. Their path to the one seed is beat Baltimore. You know what I mean? And and have and don't lose one of the other games. But here's my here's my hang up with your justification on that, Brew. Right now, you think Philadelphia absolutely can beat the Niners in the playoffs. Why does that not apply to Dallas? Based on this season, why does it not apply to Dallas? Because I think Philadelphia is better than Dallas. Why? How? Based because on what? Because they, they beat them in Philadelphia. They lost in Dallas. Yes. And I think they match up with Philly better or with San Francisco. Okay, better. I don't think we have and, any And, and you that. talk about owning. Mm-hmm. San Francisco has owned Dallas. Yes. Dallas has, or uh, San Francisco has not owned Philadelphia. They beat them this year, yes. Yeah, yeah. But they have not owned them the way the, they have historically, owned Dallas. And Dallas, you asked me the question. Yeah, sorry. Dallas has the late seat, late game, clock management, game management issues in these close games that Philadelphia does yeah, not but, have. But, Philly what, shows that they know how to win. Dallas has won blowouts, but, but, but not but many but close what games. I, what I would argue is what Philly also has that none of the other contenders have in either conference is a massive glaring weakness. Not a single one of the – we, you guys, and we'll talk about it in a moment, talk about the Chiefs' offense all the time as if they're the 27th-ranked offense in football. Mm-hmm. They're a quarter point away from being a top-10 offense. They're right now the 11th offense in football from points perspective. It's not what we're used to, but it is not a glaring Achilles. How many Achilles. points are Hold on. It's not – well, like, well, it, it's not – okay, we can talk about the too. Chiefs in 10 minutes. My point is there is, there is a glaring weakness for Philadelphia. They have a – Awful defense, yeah, okay. according to every metric. So this idea well, they, that they played a much tougher schedule, if, too. but if, they're bad. But Brew, Jones you bad. agree they're bad, don't you? Not don't, bad. You I don't think Philly has bad defense? It, I think it needs work. I'm not gonna say bad. But everyone I'm likes them up. I'm not gonna say bad. Right. Sam Howell How likes them up. How they ten and three if everybody lights them up? Because they, last because, I heard, no, because look, their offense is not quite, Patrick Mahomes. Their, their, their offense has been quite effective this year, but it is undeniable that they have a bad defense. He's dug yeah. in on Philadelphia. No, I, I respect it. Y'all but, think I'm changing? No, I just I moment that, that switch to the. I think that Niners. if any of us were at, I think that right now, if any of our Super Bowl picks were a team that was bottom five in the league in a, anything significant. Offense or defense, yeah. it would be cause for massive concern. I was worried about the Vikings. Particularly if that team, the in the last few weeks as the season is crescendoing, got blown out by its other two contenders in the conference. But that the Dallas being blown out doesn't matter. What that was again? That was two months ago. Okay. I think they're a better team. Okay. Uh, I do. Are think the they're Chiefs a on upset alert? It's next on FS1 and the Fox Sports Channel on SiriusXM. Hey, let's do the rankings for the Vikings while we're here. Because Flores got that defense going. They are in the playoffs. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Who's the best personality in sports media? And Nick Wright, he's got to be out there. He's a big Chiefs fan, so got to love him for that. He's got the long hair, he's a cool dude, kind of guy you can have a beer with. Okay, what is this? <laughs> what? Is this oh, no. what? I thought it was nice. Don't, don't what? Complex. Listen, I'm not. I'm not into those lists. <laughs> These people make lists so, so so people who are on the list will then share them. I agree with that. Those lists. I totally agree with also, that. Also, I think they wrote in the description that I got hair transplant surgery, <laughs> which I'm considering Did they really legal. Write yeah, it? I'm considering legal action. Just blatant <laughs> lie. Not into it. Also, 19th. Give me a break. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, give me a break. Picture. Give me I, I I mean, What was that? Top five dead or alive. I didn't even Come see on. what I was. You weren't alive. What? <laughs> Sorry. Is that we, true? Yeah, go ahead. The, if you score 21, you can so beat them Chiefs. Our eight and a half point favorites in Foxborough. What? That's even a bigger travesty. <laughs> even though the offense has been miserable since starting six and one. Four losses. This is what you were talking about last segment. 25th in yeah, points per game. a slump, guys. A slump? Yeah. It's, it's been a while. Only have scored 13 touchdowns. 23 teams have been more productive. Six out of 13. Turnover differential. Oh, thus far. Meanwhile, the Patriots. Well, guess who's back? Defense has literally given up the fewest points in limited teams to 73 yards rushing per game. Uh, And you won't have Pacheco, which I correctly predicted yesterday. I could call it reported. You reported it. Or falsely, yes. unknowingly. Yes. How could it be falsely but if you were I got right. if I You was didn't right. know. You just okay. threw it out yeah, there. I mean, threw it against the wall. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, bro. It's up. Wow, this is, if you ask, I'm just letting Thank you know you, right now, if yes. you ask this question, yeah. this is the moment this show jumps the shark. I'm letting oh, wow. you know. I used to bring oh, wow. a parrot on I would the show really, and around Yeah, it. and it was, I'm just, go ahead and ask whatever you want to ask. But 21-17, Patriots. Okay. Go ahead. You're Anybody else score want to... 21 points? See, look, I what, what I did do? Do? we do? Tw- I think we scored 21 in the first half against the Mighty Steelers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and n- none in the second half, was it? We didn't need to. We won 21-18. Look, I so agree dumb. with you. I-, I think the Chiefs are on upset alert. That's what it is. Like, I think this is going to be a good, hard-fought game. I, I mean, the sure. Chiefs can't score, and the Patriots don't let you score. Bingo. All right? I'm thinking 13-3. 10 nothing, 10 3. I mean, this this could be a low scoring game. I would take it. But I do think the Chiefs will win. And I said 13 3, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I think I would take New England with the points. Okay. Oh, yeah. Guys, I I don't think they cover, but I do think the Chiefs. This is where I say you guys are such laughable prisoners of the moment. Prisoners of the moment. We were. The moment is six weeks. Hold on. Just wait a moment. Please. Please. Eight. Please go. <laughs> it's a long we, moment, Nick. We were, the last time we talked about the Patriots on this show, mm-hmm. interspersing Caleb Williams' dream shots Yeah. because 
We were discussing them as the worst team in the league. Yeah. You were rooting for losses. I know. We, the, when we last discussed the Chiefs after their loss, Brew accurately said mm-hmm. they are still on the short list of contenders. Yeah. Okay. That is what then brings me to where we are right now, which is you guys think it's going to be a good, very good game. You know who disagrees with you? The NFL, which flexed this game out of Monday oh, Night Football. Mistake. Oh, the, clear yes. mistake. Eagles Seahawks. There's no doubt that they would turn that around if they could. Well, no doubt just about it. to so, see where Kadarius is going to line up. Okay. A lot of drama. Right, so, you this know is that. We'd the, love to I, see that I don't, game well, Monday I, night. I don't know that. Is I, that the only fact I, you have? No, I want to see some statistical I, okay. evidence. So I got here's it. the statistical Loads evidence. I'm going to present it to Greg. Because yeah, you yeah. guys are honestly like, you guys know we're on TV, right? You guys are on TV right now saying that it's going to be a, a one to a 10 nothing or, or that the, you have the Patriots winning. This is the second worst team in the entire NFL against a team that none of us at this table would be shocked if they won the Super Bowl. And you guys are trying to create a narrative. You would have, that, Nick, you would have said the same exact thing except second what? worst team in the NFL. If we had said this before the Packers game, what that they're going to lose? Yeah, I would absolutely. Or that it's going to even listen, be close? No, well, no, I because the Packers are not a team that but is. But you didn't think I, the Packers had no, a chance to beat the No, I didn't think the Packers the were going to win. I know the Patriots can't win. And here's the point I'm going to try to make to Greg because I don't even know where either one of you guys stand. I guess because I thought I, I just don't follow it. I think that if the Chiefs had this exact profile of a team, but it was flipped offense to defense. You guys would say it's the best Chiefs team. It's the, it's well, the best it's looking not, Chiefs team. Though. Hold on. I mean, Hold on. Let's just, just show their rankings. Hypothetical. No, what I'm saying is you guys are talking about this offense as if it is a perp- a definitively broken offense win. And I know Wilds doesn't like defensive points per game. I'll so, no, if you take out defensive oh, okay. points, sure. the Chiefs have the number 10 scoring offense in the league. They actually are hurt by that. If we were any time, we'd be like, oh, the Chiefs have a fringe top 10 defense That's the and the number three half offense. Of the season. What? What do That's, you mean? In the, in their, in their last, since they were 6 and 1, mm-hmm. they're averaging 19 points. It's yeah. 25th in yes, the NFL. Yes, they are. Right, but do you. Not? But there was a mar- line in the sands. The Broncos used to be bad. Now the Broncos are good. Trevor Lawrence used to be bad, and then he turned around and he's good. The Chiefs used to be mediocre. And now they turn so it around they and are hold bad hold when, when they were they six and one. So when, when you were claiming one, they, they were, were practicing, yeah. and because you knew they weren't good, <laughs> yeah. you're claiming they were practicing. You're like, man, it's no, no, no. So they lost again. So, no, so I want to hold on. So when they were six and one, they were mediocre. You, those are your words. I'm, I, hold on. You were not. I, they, I was saying they were going to the Super Bowl. You're like, we're practicing. No, so that's they're mediocre. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm not following you. That's fine. Did you say that they were practicing? Yes, I didn't say they were mediocre. Why were you saying they were practicing? Because they weren't blowing people out. That's all. I just, I just want to know but where now. So it was because they, they aren't, they were excellent. They aren't the, as great it's, it's as you. I'm starting to get fired up. As, as much as I get me on that complex you. list. As much as I want to support Nick, you're on the island by yourself. Okay. This yeah. is an upset alert. I love it. This is love definitely it. an upset alert. Look, I, make sure your FaceTime's working Monday. Look, <laughs> if you think that I'm gonna shy away from it, you're wrong. I'm not. Okay. Like this is. Look at what the Buffalo Bills were able to do. You don't think that the New England Patriots can do this? No! Get the ball to Ezekiel Elliott out of the backfield? They did it against the Steelers. He was a large part of why they were successful offensively. Like James Cook, like there are certain things. You guys lost the plot. You you can say what you want. You score 21 against the the Kansas City Chiefs, you're going to win. But that's the same thing with Buffalo, right? 
Buffalo, every team that scored 21 against them has beaten them. But it's not the narrative there. I know, but that's and why the, you, the, you don't like Buffalo. You don't believe in Buffalo either. Exactly. No, I understand I don't believe in Buffalo, but that is also – if Buffalo had arguably the best defense in the NFL, I might. Like, this is my frustration with you guys on this. You, you guys believe the Chiefs are only allowed to win in the way they used to. No. And that if they don't, if they don't win that way, they're broken. When they were six and one, Brew, no. you argued even if they win the Super Bowl, they might have done a disservice to fans because it's not an entertaining no, brand of no, football. No, no, you, you, no. A Super Bowl win is great no matter how it comes. But when you got the best quarterback yeah. we've ever seen, you should want him to be able to do his yes. thing. Yeah. You shouldn't want to win 20 if you, to if 13. You guys, if, if you, you are do, great. The best it, pizza shop yes, in the world. You. Like, this is the best pizza I've ever had. And then all of a sudden, the pizza's no good, and you're like, but the garlic knots are so good. Like, right. stop with the garlic knots. Like, and knots. I want to apologize. All those Chiefs fans have been killing me for saying they made a mistake in letting Tyreek Hill go. What's they made a mistake in letting Tyreek Hill go. <laughs> We're playing it all out. What is, what is real is every opponent that the Chiefs now have feel like if there's an opportunity for us to beat this team, it is right now. Why? Yep. Because they can't score at the clip that we have – accustomed to seeing them score at. That is, there is no question that the last six weeks have been ugly, bad, disorganized football, mm -hmm. and the offense has slumped. The point that I am trying to make is this is the exact thing we did in 2021, and when it was they, when they my, weren't this bad. No, no they were. They were worse from a points no. per no. game perspective. Look the up the team, numbers. The team wasn't look, this look, bad. Okay. They weren't, Nick, you they, know they weren't. Well, they lost four of six, or was they it three of four? They're never bad they, after the bye. They've but, been bad after the bye this year. Okay, so then why do you think then, – then, then I'll tell understand. you why. Tell me. Because of, of past history. That's why. In fact, everybody, including you, I bet, the only reason we believe in the Chiefs and still have them as a contender is because of what they've done in the past no. with Patrick Mahomes no, it is, and Andy Reid. That is it. it. We have seen nothing this year to make us think they can play with Baltimore and San Francisco and even Dallas and Philadelphia. Nothing. The, so this it's is, all based on this last is where year. I where that is not my take on it or the whatsoever. Last five years. I think this year we have seen. They have one of the best quarterbacks, I believe, the of best course. quarterback alive. This year we have seen they have one of the best defenses. Yeah, this year we difference. have seen we know they have one of the best coaches. That is a Super Bowl recipe this across year, every – you think – what? You just he, hasn't, he hasn't – this is not one of Andy Reid's the, better years. This oh, year? Okay, I, I am. The defense I, is I do not legit. think Andy Reid looks And, and what I, what what I, I, Mahomes, we know, is great based on the past. What I you don't know he's not what he's. You don't know he's great he, based he's on the past. He's having a great year this year? You've watched what the games. What is he in past for reading? Like 12? You've watched the games, but you've put that on the receivers. Do you think Patrick Mahomes has played great this year? No. Okay. All right, so then you blame Mahomes. I don't think he's played great either. Absolutely. I think he's played way better than his receivers, okay. but I think he he then has I not had his typical great year. Just for the record, I still have the Chiefs going yeah, to the I mean, Super Bowl this is and what I, This is why you've lost the plot. This is why you've lost the plot entirely. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Prince and the Ravens. 
Fresh off of uh, being thoroughly outplayed by former Raven Joe Flacco. A lot of people don't know that. I got my sources. The Prince has to go up against current Raven Lamar Jackson and the Ravens defense, which is holding opposing quarterbacks to 180 yards through the air. Good for fourth in the league. A little throwback drawing a blank segment. Dusted this off. If the Prince outplays Lamar, Nick, what happens? Who must bend the knee finally? If the if 24-year-old Trevor Lawrence moves to 2-0 in his career against soon-to-be 27-year-old Lamar Jackson, if Trevor Lawrence, who already has the better playoff resume, who Trevor Lawrence, since they last met, uh, which is what turned the Jaguars franchise around, was beating him, has been over the last 13 months, at least the equivalent, if not the better player. If that guy really? gets, yeah, if that guy wins this game, by the way, also for Baltimore, that one seed could quickly become the four seed if they're not careful. They lose this game, they don't have tiebreak with them, they don't have tiebreak with the Chiefs, they have mm. the Niners coming up, all that. Yeah, I mean, Brew, we know you don't respect the Jags' defense. We know you think the Ravens are going to the Super Bowl with a great defense. If Trevor beats this Ravens team against all odds, it's got to, you've got to you know apologize for all the terrible things you've said about him and admit it. And right? we do have the first of all. Okay, I have I, I I don't like the mischaracterization of my relationship with Trevor, my TV relationship with what Trevor. What do you mean? All right, you call I have I have inspired him. Oh. He was playing game manager type football. Call him a weak link. Before I put him on the butt list, and then he started playing better. Still not playing great. And you, you, he's playing as well as Lamar. Lamar, last I looked, Lamar is third in the MVP odds. Trevor, Trevor has never appeared on the top ten, mm-hmm. at least, or the top seven or whatever we've been showing the entire season. Trevor Lawrence, if he outplays Lamar, first of all, it won't happen. If it does, you know what I'll chalk it up as? Gardner Minshew outplayed Lamar earlier in the season. Uh, Can he pick it outplay Lamar? Well, I mean, seriously, but then – No, they – it's the oh, NFL. I don't oh, know why y'all can't get this through your heads. You're not going to be great for 17 games. No, but can I – Okay. I told you Philly was going to lose to San Francisco. Right. They did. Okay. It happens. And Trevor Lawrence, even if he has or outplays Lamar, he's had one game this season with three touchdowns. No. That's, he's had three and, in and a row. And that game. He's had three in a row. No, really. three passing. Oh, now it's passing touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Now it's oh, passing. Oh, with Lamar, because, it's been, well, it hasn't been that. Now it's passing because we're talking about a passer. Lamar is a passer and a runner. Trevor Lawrence is a passer. All right? He's had one game with three passing touchdowns, and that game also had three interceptions. Okay? okay? He's had one game with a passer rating (laughs) of 125 or more. Brock Purdy does that every two out of every three games. This is about Lamar. All right, so stop it with the Trevor is playing great. He's fine. Okay. I expect more, though. From a guy that I think can be a superstar. But, can, can, but he I guess looking close question, to a superstar my question right would be now. This, we, since they last played, let's show you their numbers. And these are not just their mm-hmm. passing numbers, Brew. These are their total yards and total touchdowns since they last played in November. Then total why is Trevor in the MVP race Can you tell me that? Yeah, because for a number of reasons. One is Trevor has turned the ball over too much. The other is Trevor's team is not uh, pacing one game for a difference. One. No, it's a two-game difference, actually. It's 10-3. Are they 9-4? 10-3, 9-4? No. no the, were they 8-5? Okay, two-game yeah, difference. It's a two-game he difference. He wasn't. When they were, the, when they were the, in the hunt right, for the one seed, he wasn't. Can put those numbers back up? Brew, my, this is what I'm trying to understand. You love Lamar. Who's you having a better season? Brew, Brew, let me ask the question, please, so you can under, This is my question. You love Lamar, understandably. You talk about him as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. 
Talk about Trevor as if he has been mediocre. How do you square that with those numbers? How? Because it's not all about numbers. Because if it were, you would have Brock Purdy as the you MVP. I know how Leader. you square that. It's not just about numbers. It's because what you see. Those numbers are skewed because he had a terrific ending of the season last year. If you just take the numbers this year, throw them out. The numbers like, this year, Lamar like, has 16 for me, passing touchdowns. For me, this is this is easy. You don't have to fill in the blank because he's not going to outplay Lamar Jackson. The way that Lamar oh. Jackson is playing right now is, a, is on an MVP level. You yeah. mentioned it. Like, he's throwing the football. He's running the football. He's the reason why this team is, is on pace to be the number one overall seed in the AFC. Point blank, they have to win this game because what lies ahead is bigger. Yep. What lies ahead can really derail this team. They can't allow themselves to stoop okay. to the lowly Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, see, this is I my lo- point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to call it. We don't know who the Jacksonville Jaguars are. I Trevor's good, but he's having a great season. He's having as good a season as Lamar Jackson. Are you really saying that? No, what I'm saying is I think that Trevor and Lamar's seasons are like this. And the way they are discussed on this show is like this. I don't think I we think don't that discuss is, Lamar I think a ton, to be the, honest. And so, and, and if, one of and them if got Trevor, if Trevor wins this game, yeah, and they're nine and five, and the Ravens are ten and four for the quarterback wins, folks. When we all agree the Ravens have the better defense, that, then all of a sudden it might be a little head scratching, especially when you think about the postseason coming up. And one thing Trevor does have already is a better postseason resume. Just makes you think. His postseason resume isn't that great. It, you're right. Stop Lamar's is about it like it's all that. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS162 or MS170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hottest segment in all sports coming up in nine short minutes. But right now, we're talking about uh, the Cardinals and the 49ers. Kyler facing off against MVP candidate Brock Purdy and MVP candidate Christian McCaffrey when they head into Arizona where MVP candidate Dak Prescott had the worst game of his year. Here's Brock Purdy on being a game manager can you consider yourself a game manager? Um, I don't know, man. I don't want to comment on that. You know, I'm like I said, I'm playing quarterback, trying to win games, and we'll see at the end of all of it. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, who would you rather That's have as a QB, Purdy or Kyler? Well, Kyler obviously more physically gifted, but for all the other things, I mean, Brock's teammates love him. Kyler's. We're not sure. Brock, precise on-time passer. Are we playing football or are we trying to make sure everybody's okay with my personality right now? No, that's a big – I mean, you know this. That's a big part of the locker room. I mean, what – The team loves Brock. No, we're, we – We know that Tyler had would problems. would you rather have? I'm telling like, you, Kyle, uh, Brock. But I'm telling you, because Kyler had issues with his teammates in Arizona. And he's not – I mean – I, I don't think, think with Brock's critique. next contract. Right. I do think that's a They had to put in there to make him study, to watch film. Like, all, it's all the intangible, the on-time pass, and I like that of Brock. I think Kyler's more of a backyard passer. And Kyler, I mean, uh, Brock, let's look at this graphic. Big games. This is the playoffs. Look at their record. 
Two and one completion percentage, passer rating. I mean, Brock has been good in his two playoff games, really. No. Uh, he was he was good in one, right? You didn't well, he think threw he for three hundred plus yards and three TDs. Yeah, that's, that's and what he I'm was saying. fine in the second one because they won and he didn't hurt him. He didn't throw yeah, any interceptions. Sure. He was clean. And obviously, Kyler Murray was horrible after a good regular season in his you know in his only playoff game. So yeah, it would be Brock Purdy. And, and I think all those things matter, Greg, if the receivers yeah, alignment they do matter. Like they do That's matter, personality and how, what you're bringing yeah. in, in the locker room as far as your character and your integrity and all the things like that. As far as being a likable guy, I think no-brainer, Rock Purdy. I need to win a game, give me Kyler Murray. Ooh. He just provides too much. Like, when you look at Kyler Murray, he is, he is what you call a difference maker. Mm-hmm. Under center – you have him as a legitimate threat. If we were to simply just take Kyler Murray and put him in the uniform that Brock Purdy wears under that center with those those talented individuals, are we not thinking and believing that they are the outright favorite to win the Super Bowl because of the talent that he provides? I get it, the personality and all the things. But what he can do throwing the football with his legs, it's a no-brainer for me so, in that sense. If we're bringing everything to me, that's in. almost like saying, who you want, Kyrie or Steph? Well, Kyrie maybe could beat Steph one-on-one, but who do I want? I'd rather well, have Steph But so this is game. where – right, but, I, but they're, they're, this is where I think sometimes we get a little hyperbolic on the Brock Purdy stuff because I don't, I don't think he has – well, neither one of these guys have ascended to the level Kyrie or Steph have in their Agreed. respective sports. I, and by the way, just to be clear, what I was trying to say – when you showed the playoff thing was, he was, Ky, Brock was great in one. First, I wasn't right. saying he was only good. My point was, he's played really two playoff games. We right. can throw out the Correct. Eagles game. And he was great against the Seahawks. I did not think he played well at all against the Cowboys. And so I, my point was, I thought he had been great in one right. playoff game. Kyler's only played one and was terrible. Terrific. was downright mm-hmm. awful. And you guys know <laughs> I'm my criticisms of Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. I don't love the size. Now, his size is not as big of a concern as a guy like Bryce Young's size because he's so athletic and, and he's, he's so stunned. strong and he's a, just a better – he's faster than, and mm-hmm. can, more escapable. But if I am – if, if the, you, Brew, you said to uh, Greg, it's a hypothetical. Yeah, it's a hypothetical exercise in my opinion. If I don't know who's going to be on my team – then obviously I would rather have Kyler Murray. Exactly. And I would like to ask this question to the group, and I don't know what everyone's going to say. Do you guys think that a year from now, Brock, when he's eligible, Brock Purdy's going to get the type of contract Kyler Murray did? Because okay, I, I don't. I think it'll depend on I, what he does can I, next can I ask, season. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. It's draft order is Bears from Carolina, Patriots, then Arizona. If the yeah. Patriots win a, a game or two, it'd be Arizona. Yeah. Do you think that Arizona would try to get a quarterback? And yeah, because Kyler and then- so, but so that's let's that's yes, I think they might because there is such an advantage to the rookie wage scale and all of those things. But I'm what I also think is this: that if salaries were equivalent mm-hmm. and both Brock and Kyler were on the trading block this summer, Kyler would fetch a bit bigger return. I think you right now, the contract makes it very complicated, so you can't really do it. Mm -hmm. But if the contract were not a factor, I think Kyler Murray would undoubtedly get you at least a first-round pick from 15 teams in the league. And 15 might be high, depending on, you know, their quarterback situation. I don't think there would be five teams that would give up their first-round pick. Who's played better? Look, Brock. No question. Okay. Yeah, there's no even, question about that. Okay. The but the question, but that's not the question. The question is who you'd rather have. It, it should be the answer to the question. What? <laughs> I'll take the guy that plays better. I mean, that's sound logic. I mean, 
Oh, Y'all can have all the bells and whistles. He's flashy. Okay. I'll take the guy to play. Today. I mean, you said he was nice in the locker room. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from New York, it's the show that had three cups of coffee today. It's first things first. It's a lot this afternoon. Today, three reasons why the Chiefs will lose to Uh the Patriots. And still to come, why Greg Jennings thinks Russell Wilson and the Broncos will continue to cook and beat the Lions. But right now, we start with the Cowboys, who are at the same time Super Bowl darlings, paster of tomato cans, and road underdogs in Buffalo. Josh Allen preparing to go up against Dan Quinn's defense. Here's the tail of the tape. Specifically look at the turnovers. Josh has an unenviable streak going. I believe we're at nine straight games. So, Nick, we'll start with you. Who do you have? Cowboys-Bills. I think the Cowboys win, and I think this might be just the second time in the last three years the Bills get pasted, where the Bills lose by more than one score. It was a pretty remarkable stat we saw during Chiefs-Bills, that the Bills were... 22-1 and one over the last three years in non-one-score games. You know what I mean? They but the same similar spot as the Chiefs, actually, where the Chiefs have only been blown out once in three years. The mm-hmm. Bills have won, And by blown out, it just means by more than eight points. It doesn't even mean he got beat by 30. Oh, the Bills, they lost 41, I think, 15 to Indianapolis <clears throat> two and a half years ago or, or two years ago. And other than that, it's either been blowout wins or close losses, or close wins, obviously. But I think this is a terrible matchup for them. I think the Cowboys' offense is rolling. The Bills' defense has been mediocre and is now further injured. Epinesa is a huge loss. Mm-hmm. Micah Hyde is a significant loss. I don't. There might be inclement weather. I don't think that plays to the Bills' advantage. The Bills are not a smash-mouth power running team. They finally found a way to use their running back, but it was on running wheel routes, you know what I mean, as opposed to between the tackles. And and I think that, Greg, I think the Cowboys are going to win, and I think sports media still won't be able to quit the Bills. I think the Bills are going to be 7-7 seven and seven in 11th place, and people are going to be like, but they have the Chargers and the Patriots up next, and then Miami <laughs> in Week 18, they could still win the division. I think that will be the narrative on Monday, and some folks will probably explain to us how Josh Allen still might be league MVP, but when it, the actual league MVP goes into his building and beats him by 10. So I, I like Dallas, and I think Dallas is a better team on a better role and the healthier team. It's a very easy call for me. I like Dallas as well. I, I think back to what Dan Quinn was able to do against the Seattle Seahawks, and then obviously, or what they weren't able to do against the Seattle Seahawks with Deron Bland in that matchup, and then you turn around, you have A.J. Brown coming to your house and then you make the change you get Stephon Gilmore on your number one guy that is that has to be the mindset going into this game against Stephon Diggs a guy who hasn't truly been a a huge part of what they're doing uh offensively like he hasn't had a hundred yard game since week six like it's been a long drought for Stephon Diggs one of the longest of his career like when you look at this offense they've been they've been having success 
But it, you talk about the Chiefs and it looking different. It looks completely different for the Buffalo Bills. And I'm with you. I'm not sold on the on the Buffalo Bills. Even if they were to get blown out in this game, I think the the Dallas Cowboys right now for me are the team that is the hottest in the National Football League, playing great on both sides of the football. I don't see how the Bills win this. Huh. Sadly, I agree with you guys. Now, I'm going to be watching this game pulling for the Buffalo Bills. Not because I dislike Dallas. Oh, sure. No, I I don't dislike Dallas at all. It's because the F game placard's getting dusty and (laughs) it hasn't been out. It hasn't been out in a while. I'll give you that. But I think you guys would agree with me. The AFC playoffs would be much more exciting if Buffalo's in it. Not to me. That's what I'm pulling for. Get Gardner in there. That's what I'm pulling for, though. Right? I want to see Buffalo get Right? That's what I want. So I want Buffalo to get in it. I'm hoping – look, Dallas has not been great on the road. Three and three this year, four and four last year. You look at the other top teams, the San Francisco's, the Philadelphia's, the Kansas City, they're good on the road. So that's something odd about the Cowboys for a team that's this good. I'm hoping that that strikes again this weekend, but I do think the Cowboys win. I don't think it's a blowout. I think they win by three to five points. But I do think Cowboys. All right, so quickly, because you know I have my finger on the pulse of sports media. Oh, yeah, that's It one feels of like things. everybody is picking the Cowboys. Oh, no. Yet Vegas has the Bills. Yeah. As I don't think everybody's picking the Cowboys. I hope Vegas is right. I, I, think, I think this show is. A lot of people. I've seen a lot of stuff. Can I? The Can I just real quick, may I ask Brew a question? I know we have yeah, to then we gotta go. be very, very fast. Brew, because you know if the Cowboys win, they will once again still it's not a win over a team above 500. I know. Because Buffalo Maybe. drops to 7. Not, to do seven. I make the schedule? Uh-oh, no. Listen, can? No, you do I make the schedule? Do I make the schedule? Do I draw will up the this records? Be a great I, win? The records are a figment will of my imagination. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They are in the go- – I, I still consider Seattle a good win. Even oh, if they yeah. keep losing, I still can. They are in their gauntlet. Oh. They're in, the gauntlet. They're in their gauntlet. So you know they might. This will be a good win. Because he's worried Seattle might beat Philly this week. No, no. You got to up. Time now for a segment so hot. My grandmother puts it in her soup and calls it medicine. <laughs> it's upset alert. Grandmother puts that in her soup? That As we've gone disgusting. over, my grandmother passed you away and it's fictitious. <laughs> Please don't. And it's not funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, you're up first. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, look, ooh, I got emotional roller. Bear with us, please. <laughs> oh, I got the Chicago oh, wow. Bears. Yes, and oh, bear, bear with us. Wow. Yeah. You, bear, please, bear with us. Right, I just said, bear with us. Bear okay. with us. I'm bear. Since the injury, since coming back off of injury, Justin Fields is playing a lot better. His chemistry with Luke Getze, his offensive coordinator, they're figuring it out. They're understanding. You know what? We got this guy on the perimeter named DJ Moore. We should probably just get him the ball as many times as we possibly can. When they do that, they have success. Not just throwing the ball in the air, but getting him in the running game as well. Cole Komet, we know what he's able to provide. But the real reason, I love this defense. This defense, since Montez Sweat, since acquiring him in that Mm. trade, he has changed the landscape of what this defense is able to do on the back end. They're very young on the back end. Got a lot of talented guys. Brisker, obviously, Johnson at uh, safety and corner. A lot of young guys that can make plays. This team turns you over when they get opportunity. Why is that? Because they get pressure on the opposing quarterback. Joe Flacco hasn't been really under duress. He's going to be under duress this week. And Justin Fields. Stay with him. Well, 
Oh, just you want Kale? No. The, well, you guys are about to get hot. You guys know, are about to beat the Chiefs. Um, the Bears are in a very weird spot, Brew. They currently are one game out of the playoffs and drafting sixth. <laughs> Like, that's the NFC seven seed situation. <laughs> there is, so, I, right. it's a sneaky line for the Browns to only be three-point favorites at yeah. home against Chicago. That's mm. an odd line. I think people are expecting yeah, Flacco to come back to earth. Um, my upset alert, the Giants over the Saints. Wow. Saints were my pick to win that division. What How's a that horrible work, division. Yeah. What They're still mean? right there in the hunt. What do you mean? They're still what right horrible division. What do you have winning it then? Yeah. Who do you have winning? You don't have the Saints. No one cares. Honestly, I don't even care. No one cares. We care. I'd love to be right with the Saints, but I don't care who wins the NFC South. Look at the bottom line. DeVito keeps the momentum. That makes no sense. DeVito (laughs) keeps the momentum. And the way Josh makes it, Hubbard loved it. Hubs loved it. All right. All right anyway, explain to us, please. Um, please. No, I think. Look, we know they're hot. They won three straight. All right. Everybody's feeling good in the locker room. True. Dayball is a good coach, and he's finally getting to show it again this season. All right. So I, I Greg, I'm sorry. I know you love Daniel Jones. I know you think he's a top ten quarterback. Wow. No, you're not saying this. Don't bring that back up. I, I, I no, I'm just, back. I'm just saying. They're rolling under DeVito now. I'm not saying he's the starter going forward, but right now you keep rolling with Tom. I mean, at a certain point, the guy keeps the, winning, Greg. The, was, I mean, his numbers haven't been tremendous, but he, he's got, look, he's got the intangibles. I like this pick, bro. Thank you. I, like you, it. Bro. I certainly yeah. like him plus the points. And, and listen, the Saints seem, I said it earlier in the week, I'll say it again. Those players do not seem to love Derek Carr. There's a lot of yelling going on and yep. a lot of, like, thing, you Which know, Wilds, what do you like to say as a leader of the show? You don't guy. point fingers, you point thumbs. Right Isn't that what you do? Yeah, I think but Derek Carr kind of does the opposite. No, he throws us under the <laughs> bus all that. the time. Yeah, but it's what he likes to say, not what he likes to do. All right, now let's have the most embarrassing moment in the history of the show. It's time for the Puxitani Phillip football to make his upset alert pick. Everybody knows I live in a log covered fur. Patriots straight up over Chiefs, no puns. Here's three reasons why. Sober rational reasons. The first one, a lot of times when I make these picks, people say, wow, you're such a genius. I say, I know. (laughs) It's actually because I just believe in the well-rested team. And a lot of times I just take the team that has more rest. So here's something called Thursday Momentum. The last five uh, Thursday night winners have gone on to win the next game, minus the Lions, Bears and the Lions, but as mentioned, (laughs) the Bears. They did cover, however. So the Patriots just beat the Steelers, and we've been locked in, locked in, laser-focused on the Chiefs. Be honest with yourself. Do you think the Chiefs were laser-focused on the Patriots' defense, or are they out there doing podcasts about where Kadarius Tony's toes are? You tell me. Next up, we're going to know very early if this game is out of, out of hand or if the Patriots have a chance, probably first quarter. Bailey Zappi all of a sudden can score in the first quarter against the Steelers. Chiefs used to score. Recently, they have not. So if this is going to be, we've got a little bit of a chance here. You, you can watch the first quarter. It's going to be rainy, and I'll be there. You can see my sons. Finally, even if you don't believe in the Patriots outright winning. No, but that's, hold on. Don't you dare walk it back. <laughs> I do. I 100% do. I'm just saying it will definitely be close. It's a seven and a half point spread. Is it seven and a half or eight? Eight, eight and a half. half. I thought I moved the line. It'll be seven and a half by the time this segment is over. Moving lines. But every uh, seven point underdog. Since week 13 has covered again, Commanders and Sam Howell is a little bit rough. Wow, and, and the two outright wins. So there you go. Too bad they're eight. There are three sober <laughs> reasons. Hey guys, well seven plus. I listen. I'm that, gonna that, be a, that was I'm going to be a bad teammate passion. here. 
But I'm going to say what the audience is, is thinking. Go Were on. you guys as underwhelmed by that tepid <laughs> endorsement <laughs> tepid. of the Patriots? No, because I, I was, earlier I was I fired was up and you started to get more real more life mad at me. So I, I dialed I it back. I didn't get real life you mad at you. Real life I'm actually thrilled all of this Was he not real life mad? He wasn't going to coffee for the first time in months after the segment. He was real life mad. Kevin Watts is going to be soaked in rain with his children miserable watching the Chiefs blow him out. Time now for Nick's picks. My God. Nick's picks. Rough week, guys. As C.J. Stroud gets knocked out of the game, that's unfair. The refs steal the game for Kansas City, that's unfair. So instead of 3-0, and it's 1-2. and We're five games under 500. We really need to rally. Let's go. You know how we rally? Fake show. Get three and a half. Give me a break. This is a 2017 game in some direction. Baker's fourth quarter drives have been a legendary already this season. The Giants' loss was alarming for the Packers. And Baker, unlike Jordan Love, actually used to the cold. Grew up in the cold. The cold. <laughs> played in Cleveland all the time. I don't care what the weather's like in Green Bay. 20 to 17 Bake Show. Next. Dallas getting a Okay. So I get the better team, the hotter team with the better quarterback, the healthier team, and I get them getting points. Yes, please. They're going to win outright. Buffalo, 2-7 and seven against the spread since week four. You know why? Because Vegas and the betting public loves them, even though they keep costing you money. Furthermore, all, I, I might, you know what? I might do a reverse tease. I might take Dallas minus 6.5. That's a plus 280, certainly a plus 1.5. 31-21, Cowboys. Last, the Prince. Getting three and a half at home? Jags, 10 and two against the spread against teams above 500 since Doug Peters and Trevor Lawrence came together. Covering machines, 18 and 12. You know why? Because folks like you refuse to believe in them because you didn't like Mark Brunel and Fred Taylor. The, the, Baltimore loves letting teams back in. This is a great backdoor cover spot, but they won't need it. Jags, 28-27, just like they did Sorry. last year. There's the picks this week. That's three and O's. We climb back towards 500. Solid. Two and one, but I think it's either either. It's three way. and oh. Solid. Three either and oh. Solid. You're going to be but soaked in rain in your children's tears when the pick Chiefs are rolling. Wrong, because my kids like the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> we win either way, and then we get a higher draft pick. It's win-win. Uh, Greg Jennings tells you why Russ going to cook up the Lions. Mm. Next, first things first. Just let us know how you, what you really feel about the Chiefs. Yeah. With Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals you will be eating stress-free this spring. Each meal is chef-crafted, fresh, and dietitian approved More importantly, they are never frozen and ready to eat in just two minutes. Choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled up all day long. Try meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, truffle butter, and shrimp. Restaurant-quality food that you do not have to prep, cook, or clean up. Delivered right to your doorstep. And if you need to change your deliveries, you can pause or reschedule whenever you like. Factor is your solution for fast and premium meals. Also, for the month of April, Factor is celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. So what are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash first things first 50 
and use code FIRSTTHINGSFIRST50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code FIRSTTHINGSFIRST50 at Factormeals.com slash FIRSTTHINGSFIRST50 to get 50% off your first box and 20% off your next. Fuel up fast, eat better, and get back to what you love doing this spring with Factor. This one's on Saturday. Lions looking to get back on track and haven't lost consecutive games since the middle of last year. Broncos, meanwhile, have won six of their last seven. Greg, you've rolled with the Broncos for a while now. Despite us telling you to bail on them, you were right. So who you got in this? Not right yet. Well, he's trending towards right. Can I have a moment? Can I please have a moment? Can I please have, oh, a, yeah. moment? Had a, please have a moment? Daniel Jones. He doesn't get oh, wow. me these moments. I don't know why let him, let's let him rock. That one I got your back. Look, go I'm ahead. rolling with the Broncos. Let's ride. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Like, <clears throat> I know this offense hasn't been – they haven't been putting up a ton of points. Obviously, they're defensively, I think they're, they're playing really good ball. Obviously, we know yeah. what they do really well. They take the ball away, give the offense a short field. But Cortland Sutton has become a guy that Russell Wilson has been able to depend on. Yeah, yeah. And in the red zone, he's becoming a threat. Like, if you find a guy that you can throw the ball to – and he can be a player that can make contested throws and get open, you start to feel like, I got something. That's what I feel like Cortland Sutton is doing like for that. Russell Wilson. I know you don't believe in what Russell Wilson has been doing, and but – if he continues to find guys like that, Jerry Judy has been a huge disappointment in my opinion. But if he can just give them something like what what Cortland Sutton has been able to do in seven seven out of the last eight games, he's, he's scored a touchdown. Yeah. He's been, been he's good. been outstanding. I think they lean on their running game, but Cortland Sutton has to show up. They get it done. I like that. Long. I'm with you. This is my wow. real upset alert. What? I feel stronger about this than about the Giants. Because well, we had this next segment coming up, so <laughs> I had to say. But I got this as an upset and here's why you went to offense I'm going defense all right we know Detroit's been struggling lately right lost two out of three when Jared Goff he we know his story of his career struggles against pressure correct he's been sacked when he sacked three or more times this year they're 0-3 yep all right guess what Denver's been doing incredibly yes the last three games they got 15 sacks they've taken the last two quarterbacks they face out of the game Justin Herbert and CJ Stroud so I think they're going to get pressure on uh on golf and I think he's going to struggle and I just think that Detroit again expectations they're not playing well under this stuff so and Denver I think is legitimately rolling so yeah I got Denver too man if you guys are right I've got Detroit but if you guys are right the Lions are done you know the light listen the Lions are at home they have you know they have squandered probably the one not probably they have no they've squandered any chance at the one seed when it looked like when they just were sitting on two losses you look their schedule coming up you're like oh man San Francisco's playing Philly Dallas plays Mm -hmm. Philly like maybe so that's now gone but the one thing they should have is at home against teams that are less talented than them which the which the Broncos are they have less overall talent they've got to win those games like I think that Brew was correct that the Lions were a cut below the actual best teams in the NFC because six weeks into the year I thought the Lions had an argument along with anybody because yeah because the defense had been better than I thought the defense last month has been 
what we were worried it was going to be. If And I think Detroit will win this game at home in the controlled uh, dome environment where golf plays best. If they lose, then the Lions are star- barreling towards a one-and-done playoff scenario. And I don't even – I know that the NFC wildcard teams are not going to be very good except for Dallas, if Dallas is wildcard or Philly. But that yeah. team will be playing the winner of the NFC South, not Detroit. Uh, but to, the Lions, to me ha- – both of these teams, for, to have any real shot at a postseason life, have to win this game. The Lions will make it's the playoffs without winning it, but they can't win a game if they lose this game. And for the Broncos, they have to keep winning if they want to make the playoffs. Yeah. I'm Go looking great. at this game, and when you talk about <clears throat> the uh, the Lions' defense, defense or I'm um, sorry, the uh, Broncos', Broncos defense. defense, they know exactly what Dan Campbell is going to do. And, I, and Dan Campbell really has no choice but to tell Jared Goff, turn around, hand it off. Like, they're going to try to establish the run. If Denver goes into Detroit and stops the run, you, you're right where you want to be. You want Jared Goff throwing the football right now. My, my concern, you mentioned Dan Campbell, and I, I do think the Lions win. My concern would be this. Is Dan Campbell shook a bit? by his mentor and the reason he's in the coaching profession standing across. Remember, Dan Campbell came up, you know what I mean? He's a Sean Payton protege, if you will. He played for Sean Payton and got his start there. And sometimes that works in the younger coach's favor. Sometimes it can be a little tilting. You're about to say something smart. No, No, because he likes to gamble on some stuff, like onside kicks and stuff like that. And so I I wonder if having Sean Payton across from him, if if the beginning of the game goes awry a bit, if he could get tilted a bit. I don't think that's going to happen, but I could see that Have being a cappuccino. He has got to, he'll be loaded up with some caffeine, Dan Campbell. It's a big game. Coming up next, it's Monday morning headlines, Bruce whether you Master like it or not. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Ox's Super 6 free-to-play game. You download the app and you enter for free for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. Also, if you get a chance, subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel. Again, I ran the numbers yesterday. We are $225 million behind Mr. Beast. So... Mr. I'm just Beast saying, we got to start. Beast. Well, well done, he's not Drew. 225 times better than us. It's just not. Better no, than you. 200? <laughs> At least. Ooh. Come on. Christian Brown. 
Strong dunk here. Uh, also, I decided after watching just a handful of highlights, Denver is going to win the championship. Yeah, Wilds tweeted out that take. T- Denver is 100% going to win the title, I think he said. Yeah, I'm positive. Bronze medal, Luka in a loss, 39-6-13, and in a loss to the very good Timberwolves. No Kyrie. Luka continues to ball out night in, night out. Usually you have a new baby, maybe a little sleep-deprived, mm. to suffer at work a bit. Not Luka. Bronze medal, another player in a loss, but it was great. SGA. 43-6-9 in a close loss to the Kings, whose season started very poorly, but they've stabilized since. Where's the beam? Where's the beam? Gold <laughs> medal. Harden. His first medal in years. I don't know. Wow. 28-7-15. Fair is fair. As the Clippers beat the right now flailing Warriors. There's the medal stand from last night are done. in the association. Well, it's time now to lift the ban on puns and allow Brew to muscle up, if you will. And display why he had a long and storied career as a scribe for some of the finest publications in the land. It's Monday morning headlines. Here to start us off is Nick Wright. I'll go very quickly because Bruce said he needed a lot of time for his. Bills lose, or do they? Pundits label Buffalo most dangerous 11 seed ever. A little bit of a media group. Yeah, absolutely. All right, that's excellent. Uh, Mine is going to be, and I'm not going to be able to read it from so far away, but here we go. Boom. Nick's favorite Patriots quarterback zaps Chiefs' hopes for AFC's top seed. It's a win for you, too. It's a win for me if the Chiefs win because I kind of love the Chiefs. It's not a win for you. You have you you yelled at me the Patriots multiple times oh, saying the Patriots were going to win. You tried to throw old take back when two months ago when you were like, how are we going to make the Chiefs' topics interesting? And I was like, I've got it. Don't worry about it. You're now weaponizing that against me. And now you're picking up. He needs time. All right. Brock Purdy goes to Arizona and gets busy in the – what? Purdy's most valuable partner. Dusty, we took pictures before the show. You got a new – there we go. There's the new cowboy. From that, while from this day forward, Dust, that's Dusty and me. Before the show, we went out there, we I mean, took pictures. Push-ups did you do? I, I mean, I pump? do my normal 60. That's what, but, but there you go. And now he's if so now that, from now bro, on, that's honestly, the, the, the cowboy. You be in front of, and Dusty's been trying to sell this most valuable partner thing all week. <laughs>